Hello, and welcome to Career Talk with OG, where we empower you so opportunities come to you. Through our series of podcasts, we will give you relevant, practical, actionable career tips and strategies. We believe that through the act of storytelling, we can deliver relatable and authentic talks that allow listeners to gain real-world insight into the career journeys of industry professionals. With our very own Sasson, we bring to you Career Talk with OG. Well, good afternoon, everyone. We are back for a summer session of Career Talk with OG. We did take a little bit of break. Um, we got to take care of our body and our mind and our soul and our spirits here. But um, we also were taking a little bit of time to find an amazing person. And today we have uh, Rosie uh, uh, Corrado Biggs, who is with an incredible nonprofit located in San Francisco, JVS. And we're going to be talking today on some job search tips in market trends. Rosie, welcome to Career Talk with OG. Thanks. Thanks, Oscar. It's really uh, awesome to be here. Yes. And uh, by the way, I was looking at your 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 bio, you know, and, and then also on LinkedIn and I got to bring this up because you have it on on LinkedIn, but a commencement keynote speaker for the class of 2017 at University of California, Santa Cruz. That's right. (laughs) I don't normally, yeah, normally I don't start with this, you know, but I'm like, I looked at him like, oh my gosh, she's amazing. Okay. You got to tell us a little bit about like, what was the topic and I mean, Again, seriously, congratulations. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, It's actually a super special uh, way that I actually got the privilege to do that. So um, again, went to the University of California, Santa Cruz, go banana slugs. Um, (laughs) And um, uh, UCSC is actually broken up into 10 different colleges where your dorms are. So our graduation kind of coincides with where your, your housing was which is kind of cool. So we had 10 different um, commencements over the entire uh, school. So you get to know your pods a lot uh, more than you would if it was just, you know, housing across the board. So um, the way that they do it it, at Oaks, that was my housing. um, It was called Oaks. So anybody uh, from UC Santa Cruz, the saying, if you're from Oaks, you go, Oaks, and then you respond back, Oaks. (laughs) (laughs) And... um, so they actually nominate two people every year to to do the speech. So it's really people who have done some community organization within the um, within the housing of Oaks, uh, people who stand out. Uh, I did a lot of our uh, talent shows and a lot of our community stuff. So I really enjoyed um, hanging out with my peers in, in my housing district. So um, they nominated me and, and a fellow um, graduate. And uh, I talked about my grandmother's journey from El Salvador to come over here to give my family a better life. I'm first generation um, college student in my family. um, And I hold my grandmother super near and dear to my heart. She's amazing. And so I just wanted to give her a little shout out and talk about that and why um, my journey was so special to Santa Cruz. Yeah. Well, again, thank you for sharing that. And congratulations, because that is a big deal. That is a big deal to be a commencement speaker. And, um, 
you know, we could do a, a whole different talk on being first gen student and professor because I myself, uh, I'm a first gen uh, professional student myself. I, I also went to a UC school, went to Berkeley. Um, but I will tell you this, actually, Rosie, my summer year, uh, I think going into my junior year in high school, I uh, was part of this like upward bound program. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they took a group of, of us minority students to UC Santa Cruz to spend a week living on campus, going to schools to get a feel for what it's like to be in campus. And so I technically, UC Santa Cruz is the very first college campus that I set foot and was there for a week. So awesome. That's awesome. amazing. Hey, that is a, such a uh, cool program. I had a lot of my uh, friends actually do that over the summer. So they told me all about that. Um, I yeah. had friends who did that same program who were in my class as well. And they said they found that it was super uh, uh, helpful to their yeah. transition into college because, you know, it's their first time, you know, and you're the first person in their family to do it. And then um, it's a scary thing to, 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 to take that on if you're the first person, if you have no um, folks in your family yeah. that have experienced that. So uh, awesome. Yeah, definitely. But good. But like I said, we could go on and have a different conversation. And let's get back to JVS here, Mark and Trans, before Leo and Sessa, you know, start like, you know, sending me some nasty emails about getting back on topic. All right, let's get back on topic. <laughs> so, um, Rosie, I mean, again, I, I know what you do and, you know, and on your LinkedIn profile, but for the sake of, because this also, we do turn this into a podcast, uh, for the sake of our listeners um, and those that don't know your background or not looking at your LinkedIn profile, tell us first off, what is your role at JVS? Yeah. Um, so I am the business development manager. Um, what that means, it's a little different than uh, uh, what other BDMs are in, in the tech world. Um, but my role is really to find um, and engage employers to get connected to our talent pool um, at JVS. So um, JVS is a skills um, a training program where we upskill people in healthcare, tech, and utilities. Um, we've been around since 1973, which is crazy. Uh, we just finished, we just celebrated our 50th anniversary. Um, we've helped over 100,000 people um, skill up and connect with local employers in the Bay Area. Um, yeah, we're connected. I think last year alone, we connected to about 530 employers. Um, alone, just through JBS, oh which is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, I, uh, early in my entrepreneurial journey uh, business, uh, which back in, what was it? I think it was back around 2017, maybe mm -hmm. uh, 18. I, I don't remember exactly how I got connected through JVS. I think it was one, at the time when I was doing a, a, a one-year contract uh, gig with LinkedIn and I got connected to JVS. But anyways, um, I became a little familiar about the work that JVS does. Uh, I even did some workshops, but I didn't know some of this uh, stats that you shared with me uh, about 50, it's been around for 50 years and the number of people that it's uh, impacts. I just know it's an amazing organization. And I think if I'm not mistaken, many of the programs are either at no cost or very subsidized. Is that yeah. correct? Like the training, the career training? You are absolutely right. Everything is 100% free for the participants. Um, <laughs> wild, right? <laughs> like, yes. When we tell people that, they're like, 
that doesn't exist. That can't be right. Uh, you're joking. What's the catch, right? Um, yes. No catch. Uh, we really are dedicated to creating economic mobility for um, the residents of the Bay Area. So we partner with other mission-aligned employers to really elevate the work that we do here. So, um, you know, huge partners that we work with, uh, UCSF, we have a lot of cool partnerships with them. We have an IT program, our medical administrative assistant, um, and then, of course, our admin assistants. So UCSF, we've been working with them for a really long time. Um, yes. but they're one of the largest employers in San Francisco. So we're like, yeah, we really got to yes. <laughs> work with them to see how we can expand partnerships there. And they've been really dedicated to, to our mission. And um, we're really thankful for um, the work that we do with them. That's just Absolutely. one example of a really cool employer we work with. Yeah. And uh, Angelica, by the way, everyone, I mean, I think many of you know Angelica's my daughter. She's behind the scenes here. She's the Wizard of Oz. Okay. So Angelica, if you can <laughs> drop in the chat um, the link to JVS so people can can have it and access it, that'd be awesome. But uh, everyone, seriously, check out their website because yes, it's free, but you know they work their you know what's off to partner with other. Um, uh companies and grants and so forth to be able to provide this but the training is high caliber high yeah. caliber training yeah. uh so take advantage uh, of this uh there we go we got the link there thank you thank you um thank on the, you. Uh, across the screen there and on the, and the chat but um so okay rosie um i i do career and leadership training so i have my pulse in the industry and and so forth but i gotta tell you even myself i sometimes get confused as to like is the economy going down are we going towards a recession or are are we not you know what's going on and i think a lot of people uh out there job seekers um are kind of feeling the same way obviously if you got laid off we know where how you're feeling okay but just you know, generally speaking, share with us some market trends in terms of, you know, uh, job outlook. What's it looking? Is it, you know, is it kind of staying sort of flat? Is it going up, down, or it depends on the on the uh, industry? Yeah, um, it's definitely dependent on the industry. But I can I can tell you overall, there has been a thirty percent increase in job postings overall. Um, so again, thirty percent increase. Yes, 30% increase since um, December of last year. Um, so again, we're Bay Area uh, focused, so that's obviously within the Bay Area. Um, yes. So it is definitely, we're seeing um, less increase within the tech sphere because there is a lot of layoffs happening, some restructuring happening. We all, you know, see the article, see all of these um, companies but um, overall, there has been a 30% increase in um, job postings online. Um, well, I, what I will say is that if you're interested in a more tech-enabled role, tech, um, you want to get into the tech sphere. And, you know, it is difficult right now. A lot of people are applying for the same roles. Yeah. But what I would say is I challenge people into kind of thinking about what does tech-enabled mean to you? Does that mean you, know, you have to be at a tech company? No, every single industry has tech focused roles, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. some of those industries um, that we're JVS is partnering with, and we're trying to diversify our, our portfolio over here, um, we're working with the entertainment industry. So sports, um, ticketing, um, we're working with hotels, 
you know, to, hotels need IT to run as well, right? That's true. You're right. <laughs> um, You're right. Um, what else are we working with? The healthcare field. You know, I, I talked about UCSF already. Um, they're again, they're one of the largest employers in San Francisco. You know, how many different hospitals are there in the Bay Area? There's a lot. <laughs> so yes. there, you you can really, you know, move into a tech enabled role. Um, and it doesn't have to be within the tech sphere. So um, that would be some advice and some some trends that I'm seeing right now. Got it. Got yeah. it. OK, that, that is. Thank you for sharing that, because, again, um, I, I used to work in the tech industry and obviously the Bay Area is known for tech, you know, Silicon Valley and so forth. And um, but you know, the tech industry has been taking a hit, especially uh, of late. But um, I find it pleasantly surprising about that 30% increase in online postings here since December in the Bay Area. And that's actually good. Mm -hmm. um, you know, let's, let's, let's talk about, Rosie, about first off, what are some common mistakes that job seekers make? Um, and, and, you know, I don't know, maybe pick three or something like that. Or I don't know sure. if you have a list of 20, go ahead, you know, talk about all 20 of them. But, but, <laughs> but, but, but talk about what are some common mistakes that you see? And then what are some things that people can do to address those mistakes? Sure. Um, so I would say the first thing that always comes to mind and things that I always hear from my recruiting uh, partners is um, send a thank you letter. Uh, people are not sending thank you letters after they have their first initial um, interview. So I would say send a thank you letter after every interview you have, after every person you talk to. Um, remember to say something that stood out to you when you had that conversation with that um, interviewer. Yes. Um, and then, of course, researching that person before you meet them, uh, before you go into the interview to see if there's something that you have in common. Right. Yeah. So researching before and after, finding out um, if there's other people within the industry, within that company that you can connect to, to boost uh, your, yes. your application. But again, yes. let's go back to the first one. Send the, send the thank you um, letter, please, always. Recruiters really remember um, and appreciate um, who does yes. that. Yes. Um, the second thing is organization of your job search. Um, you're, you're applying to hopefully 10 jobs a day. I know it's a lot of work to apply and you should yeah. be tailoring your resume and tailoring your application for every yeah. single um, job post, but um, organizing your job uh, search. So what tools are you using? It could be a, a spreadsheet. Um, sure. Excel's great. Google Sheets is great. Uh, whatever works for you. But there's also some online tools like uh, Hunter. It's spelled H-U-N-T-R. Um, it's a Got Google it. extension and, okay. um, it organizes your job postings for you and you can track that there. Um, I'm a fan of sheets. I like to do it myself, <laughs> but, yeah. um, if you're a tech whiz, I definitely, uh, uh um, encourage you to, to check out Hunter again, that's H U N T R. Okay. Um, and then third, remembering that there is a difference between an elevator pitch and tell me about yourself. So, <laughs> yeah, oh, yes, right? yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so you're in an interview, right? And they say, okay, tell me about yourself. Um, that's not your 30 second elevator pitch to try to get somebody's attention. That's your, yes. let me tell you about my skills. What was I doing before? 
where am I at now? And why am I applying to this job? And yes. the difference between the elevator pitch, you are meeting somebody at the grocery store and you strike up a conversation and um, they say, oh, what do you do? And you think, actually, I'm in the job search right now. This is what I'm doing. This is where I really want to go. And you don't want to you know, talk their ear off for five minutes. Right, right. <laughs> so remember the difference between an elevator pitch and the telling about yourself. You want to be highlighting different things um, in those approaches. Yes. I love those, these three tips here. And I want to go back to each of them. The first one, everyone, it, it, you know, yes, it is very competitive out there. And at the same time, the ease of which one can apply for multiple jobs, it's a double-edged sword because yes, you know, you can pretty much just click, click and submit your LinkedIn profile or whatever your resume, but it's what Rosie just talked about is just these small little, oftentimes, unfortunately, sadly forgotten gestures of gratitude that sets you apart from the masses uh, out there. Don't take that for granted. You know, as Rosie said, sending that thank you um, uh, uh, message to that recruiter because you never know. I mean, I mean, hopefully you do get the job, but, you know, if you don't, you you begin to develop that relationship with that recruiter and down the road, they're going to think of you, okay? You're going to remember as, you know, a nice person. Um, like you said too, Rosie, being organized, um, you know, I mean uh, – we just got back from a, a trip, you know, and, you know, I, I, um, I laugh because sometimes um, I see that GIF, that Mickey Mouse GIF where he's like packing a bunch of stuff from uh, the drawers, throwing it into the, uh, the suitcase, right? It's just like it's shoving everything in. That's not ideally the best way to go about, right? Uh, be organized. Um, so that way you can keep track as to when to follow up and what the progress is and et cetera, and conversations, you know, and, and where things are, are at moving along. And then also I love the tool Hunter, uh, H-U-N-T-R, Hunter. I hadn't heard about uh, Hunter, but um, that is an ec uh, excellent tool there to, to help out. Um, Rosie, in terms, in terms of, um, let, let me, let's kind of, segment a little bit uh these tips for some different groups uh, out there let's talk about the person sort of that's kind of been in the workforce for maybe 10 15 years mm -hmm. so maybe they're i don't know maybe they're in their late 30s to 40 plus right mm -hmm. so they could be middle management you know or, or above um and either they got laid off or they're they're uh, transition, transitioning careers, uh, kind of the seasoned professional. What, uh, what, 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 what tips do you have for someone uh, that's a, a seasoned professional? Uh, well, first of all, if you are a seasoned professional with five, 10 years of experience, you already have so much um, that you're bringing to the table. Um, people often think, oh my God, I've been in an industry for so long. Um, I'm scared to move into something else. I'm not sure what's out there. Now, uh, you, one, have a great advantage because you have loyalty, right? They see that you've worked at a, at a company for a long time. Um, yes. People move from job to job um, very often now. I think it's uh, 2.5 years is the average uh, somebody stays in a, in a career or in a job right now. So yes. if you've been <laughs> anywhere five years plus, 
you got already a great green uh, check mark next to your name. Um, yes. And just to plug for JVS, we have a job search accelerator that specifically works with people in that um, uh, in that bucket. So that's called the job search accelerator. Look us up, jvs.org. We can help you uh, with your resume, cover letter, LinkedIn, all that good stuff. And that's what we specialize in. But to go back to your question, um, every piece of experience that you have is relevant. Um, a tip that I would do um, at JVS, we have this thing called a career narrative. So that is an exercise where you write out, take, lock yourself in a room for two hours or an hour, however yeah. long you can stay, <laughs> and just write every single thing you've ever done in a role every single thing you've ever done in your past role or any roles. And even if you think it doesn't matter, write it down. And just, um, it's a great writing exercise because it, it, it really um, makes you remember all the things that you forgot over the last 15 years that you've been at that company. Yeah. And then when you're applying to a new role, they're looking for specific things that you may uh, not have thought about that you had experience in um, mm -hmm. and connect those. And you get to tailor your resume that way. Yeah, so, yeah. um, Again, you're coming in with a great advantage with that uh, amount of um, experience. So um, one, create a career narrative. Two, connect with every single person that you worked with um, at that company on LinkedIn. Send them a message and say, hey, um, it was really great working with you. I'd love to keep in touch. Well, whatever you want to say, a special right. little anecdote about your relationship. Um, and then you're expanding your network, right? Mm -hmm. So those will be my two uh, tips for anybody who's really transitioning into a new field. Um, everything is important <laughs> in your job search and tailoring right. your resume with that experience. Yes. And I do want to come back to uh, the J uh, JSA program uh, or the uh, yeah, the accelerator program. Um, but um, basically what I'm hearing you say, Rosie, is, is that we need to take ownership of our career journey and it's it's there's some things that we just need to constantly be doing even if we are employed in other words it just doesn't stop you know it's like i mean the reality is it's like being healthy or eating healthy isn't just something you do because you know you want to get ready for some event or whatever no it's honestly it should be an ongoing lifestyle right um type of type of thing and the same thing with our career searches it's not just doing these things because you want to get a job but there are some things that we must continue to do like networking right mm -hmm. um building our brand and just like you said you know just staying on top of learning in the industry and, and so forth um so absolutely and um by the way Lazaro, thank you for thank you for the comment yeah th this is my new uh my new house so <laughs> back right out love La Lazaro. uh it's a good good friend of mine he's actually done in southern california works for uh uh space defense north of grumman i think it is so anyway um so okay rosie other another question now let's take it um to the other um end of the spectrum, those that are early in their career, you know, maybe a, a recent college grad or mm -hmm. someone that has up to five years of work experience. What are, what are, what are some recommendations, career advice that you have for uh, someone that's early in their career? Yeah. Somebody that's earlier in their career. Um, 
networking. That is the, the, the biggest thing for uh, anybody who's really earlier in their career. So think about all, if you, you know, recently uh, graduated from high school or recently graduated from college or trade school, whatever, um, make sure you're connecting to every single person you remember having a conversation with. Um, Because you never know how that person could be um, pivotal in your job search. So um, when I graduated (laughs) from UC Santa Cruz, um, I messaged, I don't know, 100 people the week after (laughs) I graduated. Good for you. (laughs) Um, And to this day, I've, I've been able to ask for favors in my current role. Because of that, um, people have volunteered to be mentors within my program or other programs that I'm connected to. Um, so people want to help you. Yeah. Yes. And yes. what's actually really interesting is when um, you're trying to ask for support, people are way more um, willing to, to do you a favor than you might think. People are really mm. scared to just ask for that. And people often put on their LinkedIn, hey, if anybody's interested in a referral at my company, reach out to me. And I'll look at those posts and they won't get any likes. It's like two or three likes. I'm like, what? This is a gold mine right here. (laughs) Exactly. There's 50 open roles at this place. And I know that, you know, there's a lot more people um, within within that person's network that are looking for work right now. So um, even, even if you don't, want a job at that specific company and somebody is offering that service, take it, take the conversation, take them yeah. out to coffee, create yeah. um, a relationship with somebody because you, again, you don't know how that could um, help you in this role or in the next few roles that you might have. Um, yeah. Again, I graduated from East Santa Cruz 10 years ago and I still reach out to people once in a while that in my graduating class, just say, Hey, how was that new promotion? Congratulations mm-hmm. on your baby. I saw you yeah. just got married. That's amazing. So stay engaged. Um, and of course, you can always offer your services too. They will remember if you did them a favor as well. So they say, hey, we need mentors for this internship program. And you and you say, hey, I just graduated from college. I don't have a lot of work experience yet, but I'd love to, to, to be an intern, um, you know, mentor some way, somehow. Yeah. And that will that will really take you a long way. Yeah. Everyone, did you catch that Rosie said they literally the week after she graduated from college, she reached out to about 100 people. Okay. Now, many of you, I know you're probably thinking, it's like, oh my gosh, 100 people, that's a lot of people. Listen, okay. <laughs> if you have time lately to barbify your profile picture, can you at least take five seconds to say hello to someone? Okay. So, right, like, don't be giving me this excuse here that you don't have time when you're over there barbifying your profile picture, okay? Yeah. Right? So, yeah, that, those are great. And, and, and what I love about also your, your tips, Rosie, is that um, they're doable and anyone can do them. Mm-hmm. Like, if you were to tell me, like, Oscar, you need to learn how to program and, you know, do, learn how to do AI prompts and all that. I'm like, sorry, Rosie, but that's not me, okay? I'm not techie, okay? But everything that you just said right now, I'm like, I'm in. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, okay. Let's talk about um, 
the uh, accelerator program because it's a really, really amazing program. So um, I know you mentioned a little bit about it in the beginning, but uh, just go as deep as you want to, okay, um, to tell us about this program because seriously, it's, a, it's an incredible program. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so job search, job search accelerator program. Uh, it is a two week uh, boot camp to help you revamp your job search. So a, a couple of things that we cover resume 101 interviewing um, the career narrative that I talked about uh, creating a star story. If you don't know what a star story is, please look. That's the one thing I want you to take away from today. If you don't take away anything else, Remember what a star story is. Look it up. It means situation, task, action, and result. That's a way for you when you're when you're interviewing um, to tell your stories on how you um, can best answer a question in the interview. Um, working on your elevator pitch. Tell me about yourself. Remember those two different. Those are different. <laughs> um, we also cover uh, job search action plans. So really creating a plan for yourself. You know, uh, Oscar, you were talking about. It's really daunting to, 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 to do a job search, right? You're like, where do I start? Um, how do I even uh, approach this? Creating that action plan for yourself. And if anybody says that, you know, getting a job is not that hard, I don't know who's ever said that. <laughs> They're lying. Um, but getting a job and applying and doing your job search is a full-time job in itself. Yeah. So you need to be budgeting your time um, to really approach this in the best way um, of your abilities, because we're telling our clients, you should be working on your job search between 25 and 35 hours a week. That doesn't mean applying to jobs all day, yes. every day, but right. that means who are you reaching out to? Who, mm -hmm. uh, who are you connecting with? Are you going to any events, networking events? Um, are you working on your resume, tweaking it, asking somebody to look it over for you? Yeah. There's a lot that goes into a job search. Um, Practicing so, interviewing. Exactly. Right? So we teach that whole thing within our two-week uh, boot camp. Um, and again, we specialize in people who've been in an industry for a really long time. They're like, what? I haven't touched a resume in 15 years. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, or I haven't interviewed in 15 years. I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, and so we really, uh, help people in those, um, uh, experiences and fresh out of a boot camp, fresh out of college, um, wherever you are in your experience in your job search, we're here to help you. Um, if you're ready to get, um, your job search accelerated. <laughs> <laughs> Makes so, sense. Uh, yeah. Now, is this program, uh, can people, uh, is it in-person, online, hybrid? It is 100% virtual. So we teach our okay. classes online. Um, all that you need is uh, access to a computer. Um, okay. I know that that can be a barrier sometimes for folks. The public library, you can, I know in San Francisco, you can actually rent computers from the public library if you need that support. Um, and JVS, if, if other things are coming up for barriers for you, we can help you figure it out. We really want to help uh, you uh, with your job search. I will say, uh, if I didn't make this clear, there is no um, uh, there is no requirement for a full any sort of degree. Um, mm -hmm. The only requirements are that you need to have graduated, have a, a diploma, a GD, and um, you live in the San Francisco 
Bay Area. Got it. And that's pretty Got much it. it. Yeah. <laughs> this is the again an incredible program, free resource, uh, and everyone. I mean, we 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 all need the um, practice, right? And yeah, and you know what? The other thing too that it's not just the skills that we learn, but it's also the support that comes with being part of a group. And, you know, we sometimes don't talk about that because, you know, to your point, as you were saying, Rosie, uh, er, Rosie earlier, is that it's daunting and it can be exhausting and emotionally exhausting to be applying and getting rejected. And so when we are a part of a group with other folks that are going through similar experiences, it's also serves as a support uh, uh, group. 100%. Yeah. Thank you so much for, for calling that out. Um, we really dig into the cohort model. We uh, encourage our, our participants to make friends with people in your cohort. They're going through the exact same thing that you are. Um, going through your job search can feel really alienating. You know, you feel like you're alone. You feel like you're the only person going through this. Um, but you and so many other people are experiencing that right now. And it might be a little... Um, uncomfortable to talk yeah. about your experience but once you open that door you f you see how many other people are experiencing the same things that you are and you can create a support system and through jvs we kind of create that for you we put people together who are experiencing the same thing you are and yes. um that you get to lean on each other in this um journey yeah awesome rosie before we close it out any last minute tips, comments that you want to share with our, our audience or maybe even something about just your own career journey or, or anything that you, any last uh, parting words? Sure. Um, I used to work for a really big tech company and I was really excited and I thought I made it and I was like, yeah, this is it. <laughs> so it was my second job and <clears throat> they laid off half of the company. It was 8,000 people. They laid off 4,000 people. Wow. Um, I was one of those 4,000 people. And I um, was really, you know, upset. I was like, of course. why me? This is like, this is such, um, what did I do wrong? And I really had to look at myself and be like, this is not me. I know how great uh, uh, of a job I did in my work. Um, I have a lot of integrity in what I do. Um, it didn't have to do with me. And you can't make it personal in those situations. Of course, it's a terrible, horrible feeling. And feel all the feelings because you need to, really, yes. after that experience. And then right. um, find your support system. In mm -hmm. that, again, 4,000 people got let go, let go that day. So I was able to reconnect with a lot of people that were going through the same thing as I was. And we would check in with each other and say, hey, where are you applying now? Um do you have a connection at this place? And we, we created our own little network. And um, I found JVS four years ago um, through a connection. Somebody saw that I was looking for a job and they said, hey, you would actually be really good for this position. Knowing my work ethic, my connections um, to the communities in the San Francisco um, community, I took a chance. I'm like, well, this isn't really exactly aligned with what I was looking for, but let me check it out. Yeah, I took the interview, put my best foot forward. After the first interview, I was like, whoa, 
this is exactly what I want to be doing. Yeah. And um, just by saying yes, I am now in a wonderful position. I love my job. Um, I'm really excited by the work that I do. And I'm still here four years later, um, helping other people figure out um, what their next move in their career is. So it's a very rewarding job. And I'm happy to connect with anybody. Um, if you have questions, uh, let me know. I, yes. I'm happy to guide you in any way that I can or um, figure out how JVS can be a great support system for you. Uh, Rosie, those, uh, this, this last part here um, is beautiful. Well said. And um, Angelica here um, has uh, your LinkedIn URL. So people, please do connect with, uh, with Rosie here. And um, Rosie, at the beginning, you said that your title at JVS is BDM Business Development Manager. But I got to tell you, I really think that what BDM stands for is uh, Big Deal Mujer. Yes, you're amazing. All right. And now I see why Sessa and Leo, they're like, Rosie. I'm like, because I was like, what come the, I come Sessa and Leo don't come on it. And I'm like, Rosie, now I know because you're a big deal mujer. So, uh, oh, thank, you, thank you. Thank you so much. It was, it's honestly been a privilege talking to you. And um, I see that we have crossed paths a bunch of times. So I'm glad that we finally get to meet and yes. do this wonderful um, podcast together. And hopefully I can come back and Tell you more about first gen stuff. I'd love to, to come back and tell you a little bit more about that. Stay tuned on that, uh, Amiga. But uh, Rosie, thank you. Thank you for being on Career Talk with OG. Thank you for sharing some market trends, job search tips, information about the incredible JVS Accelerator program. Um, so everyone, again, please visit JVS. Take advantage of their free uh, high caliber services that they have. And um Thank you for joining us again on uh, this episode of Career Talk with OG. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Career Talk with OG. Be sure to rate us and let us know what content you want to see on our next podcast. For more information, visit our website at www.aspidaconsulting.com. Thank you.